what do you get when you cross comedy with tragedy? You get Morgulons. More Morgulons. It's Crystal Clear, the host of More Morgulons. Thanks for tuning in. We have a great episode today. Still got Morgulons. They're really bad today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. All right, people, we're going to have a good episode. We're going back to our roots, our research roots. As many of you may know, I strongly support the theory of Marianne Middleveen of the Charles E. Holman Foundation, uh, the, her theory about Morgulons being bovine digital dermatitis, or a.k.a. Moogulons. Yes, a skin condition that is characterized by colored threads, sound familiar, um, in the hooves of cows, uh, but it's leaped to, it's leapt, I'm not sure. It has come to humans, and it's interesting, like the distribution, a lot of people that have Mugalons or Morgulons, (laughs) if they are the same thing, same-ish thing, they get this acral distribution, like it's on their hands and their feet, and their face, and their head, and stuff. Um, Some people get it on their body. I don't know if it's all the same disease. Nobody knows. But um, it does seem like a lot of people, at least in the initial stages, start out with hand and foot involvement, like the cow's hooves. Um, If you don't see a clear, clear comparison in the pictures, when you look up bovine digital dermatitis, and then you look up Morgulons, then I don't know, you might need glasses, okay? Um, you know, the biofilm uh, theory of Morgulons, that it's some kind of like potent, uh, intractable biofilm, um, is a pretty strong theory. That would explain why nothing works. Yeah, nothing works. I've tried every shit on this shit, and it does not work. I'm sure you probably have too if you've had this disease for any amount of time. By the way, put down the Windex, the gasoline the permethrin, and everything else. It doesn't work, guys. Sorry, it doesn't work. Um, I know, it sucks, but it doesn't work. But could there be a treatment for Mugalons that would work for Morgulons? I don't know. Listen to this article. It's pretty interesting. Uh, Phenytoin, phenytoin, phenytoin. P-H-E-N-Y-T-O-I-N. That's a drug. The class of drug that it is is an anticonvulsant. Brand name is Dilantin. Um, Phenytoin is often the drug of choice given in emergencies when someone is in status elepticus. And that means a seizure that lasts for more than five minutes and won't stop. Very dangerous thing. But uh, phenytoin is the drug of choice to treat that. It's also used experimentally and without much research to back it up, like other anticonvulsants, for mood stabilization. Some of you out there who have gone to get your morgulons checked out and been referred to a psychiatrist, who the hell knows? Maybe they prescribed you phenytoin. 
uh, more likely they prescribed you like Abilify or Seroquel or Spiridol because they think you're psychotic. Well, you're not psychotic. You do have weird shit coming out of your skin if you're a morgue like me. All right, but phenytoin, a promising new, a promising non-antibiotic drug for the topical treatment of digital dermatitis in dairy cows. Holy cow! Um, I'm not going to read this whole entire article, but this came out in 2021. It is a new article. It was uh, from the, there's about 20 authors, El Saeed, El Shafi, Mohammed A. Hamid, Eman Abu El Fadi, Najia, a bunch of people that are not American. Uh, November 2021, volume 14 in Veterinary World. Okay, Department of Surgery, Anesthesiology, and Radiology, Faculty of, Vet, of Veterinary Medicine. This is a bunch of highly qualified vets, guys. Um, I'm not talking the Army military vets. I'm talking the cow, horsey, pig vets. They know more about our shit than the human doctors do, I'm starting to think. So, abstract of this paper. Background and aim. Digital dermatitis is one of the most common causes of lameness in dairy cattle. It is seen in nearly all dairy herds across the world and has substantial welfare and economic implications. In this study, we aim to investigate the efficacy of phenytoin sodium topical treatment on painful ulcerative stage of bovine digital dermatitis, BDD. Materials and methods. This is how they perform the study. In total, 45 Holstein Friesian dairy cows with DD were randomly assigned to one of the three topical treatment trials, 15 each. So the first group got saline solution. So that's the first treatment, the negative control. The second group got chlor-tetracycline spray. That's the second treatment uh, or positive control. Remember, you guys, tetracycline. Excuse me. <coughs> Sorry, got a little COVID. Um, the, the tetracycline, that's what I've been using on my skin for like, it was the only thing that seemed to work until it stopped working and made it worse. Uh, don't know how to explain that, but that's what happened, I think. Um, Morgulons are still bad regardless of what I use. And then the final group was given a phenytoin sodium powder. That's the third treatment, positive control. So we're comparing a negative control and two positive controls. So we're using something that we know doesn't work as a baseline, something we know has some efficacy, and then something that we don't know what the efficacy is to compare and to see. Does this make sense? It's a pretty good uh, and common study design, research study design. So on day zero, pre-treatment, and on days 7, 14, 21, and 28, post-treatment, so they're like, in, you know, they're investigating the effects of these various control groups, each group of cows that got, you know, 45 total, 15 got the negative control of saline, the other 15 got the tetracycline, the other 15 got the phenytoin sodium powder. Are we all on the same page here? They're analyzing it every week. All right. The response of DD-affected cows to the medication used was evaluated by measuring lesion depth and size, as well as the total clinical score. And that was, the total clinical score was them measuring how lame are these cows, how much pain are these cows in, and how much discomfort are they in. How the fuck that they analyze that, I don't know. I've never met a cow that wasn't lame. All they do is sit there and chew stuff. Um, actually, you know, you guys, lame means like they can't walk well. You know, like their their ambulation, their ability, their mobility is impaired because their feet are hurting because there's so many morgulons stuck in them. Um, God, I think I'm getting a cold, you guys. 
Uh, so results, the cure rate in cows treated with phenytoin, 86.66% on day 28 was significantly improved compared to cows treated with either chlorotetracycline, 60% of those were cured, cured or better. I guess they're saying cure rate, not just better, cure rate. And normal saline, 6.66%. Do you guys ever understand that? How like the negative control can cure something even at 6.66%? Seems weird to me. But um, does the placebo effect work on cows? I, I don't think so. But um, maybe this goes away. I mean, maybe this study is not designed. It's not a long enough study design. Because as we know, if Morgulons is Mugulons, then that shit's cyclical. Some of those cows were just in their, you know, non-morgulon lesion cycle. I'm sure you guys know about that if you have morgulons. Mine get worse seemingly every three to four weeks, like around the full moon. Excuse me. That's really gross, but I got a little touch of something. Conclusion. Our findings highlight the superiority of phenytoin over the commonly used antibacterial agent chlorotetracycline in the topical treatment of BDD, bovine digital dermatitis, or mugalons, and subsequently suggests that phenytoin should be considered a suitable alternative treatment option for the treatment of BDD. So it's a contagious infection that often affects cattle's feet. It has been considered as one of the most common causes of lameness in dairy herds. The infection has a great economic impact, resulting in a significant decrease in milk production, reproductive usefulness, and productive life cycle of the affected cows. Only 10% of these cows could hold down a job after they got Mugalons. It's terrible. It's a lot of disability. That's a lot of cows on SSI. Where is our taxpayer dollar going to go next? Now, I'm just kidding, but like, um, this says several factors are incriminated in the occurrence of DD in dairy cows, including trepanoma, bacteria species. Hey, you guys remember trepanona, trepanoma? Those are the spirochetes, right? Syphilis, uh, Lyme disease. Um, yeah, like a lot of bad shit. Um, yeah. And also environmental factors, farm management and individual animal factors. Mm-hmm. Those cows that smoke, way higher rates of bovine digital dermatitis. I'm telling you, there's something with cigarettes and morgulons, y'all. Um, but you know what? There's something with fucking COVID and cigarettes. Let me just let me just break this breaking news story to break some more news. What the fuck is up with COVID and cigarettes? Have you guys read the studies that say that people that smoke are generally less likely to get COVID? It's been repeated. This, this, this research has been replicated like many, many times over now. It's, it's very interesting. Um, I will say I work in a psychiatric hospital. I don't know if any of you guys have ever been to a psychiatric hospital. If you have Morgulons, there's probably a pretty damn good chance that you have. But um, everybody in this fucking hospital smokes except for the kids, right? None of them wear masks. Because trying to get like a bunch of rowdy, psychotic people to wear masks is uh, like hurting cats, or like hurting cows that are lame and you can't hurt them because they can't walk. But um, yeah, nobody's wearing masks. Nobody's doing any kind of social distancing. They're all crammed into the day room. The people are throwing, flinging bodily fluids regularly on a daily basis at each other, at staff, blah, blah, blah. You know the only people getting COVID? Uh, the kids, like none of the adults who smoke. We haven't had a positive COVID case at this hospital in months. We get staff get it every once in a while, 
But mainly it's the kids and the staff and the staff who don't smoke. I'm not advocating for smoking, guys. Smoking gives you wrinkles. That alone should be reason enough not to smoke. Forget the cancer. It ages you. Um, but cancer is bad too. But I'm just saying like, wow, somebody should do an experiment or a study about that. Go to all the uh, psychiatric hospitals that allow smoking and figure out if there's a statistically significant difference between those hospitals and a regular medical hospital where they don't let you smoke. All I'm saying is all hail the mighty cigarette. I'm about to light one. Um, all right. That's all I got for today, except for this comment from the comment cave. Shall we? Let's go spelunking. Stay tuned. Hey, Crystal. It's your boy. I'm slack on calling you on the weekends. And that's my story for everybody. I just don't pick up the phone and call them. And they're like, what the hell's wrong with you? Why didn't you call me? And I'm like, you were on my mind the entire time. But I wanted to talk with you about the ADD, ADHD is legit. It's legit as shit. And, in fact, I agree with you about the using amphetamines to treat it. I don't think that's a viable therapy. However, on the other hand, I want you to take a look at retrograde inhibition and how the endocannabinoid system can be used to treat ADD and ADHD. Also, another viable therapy for ADD, ADHD is Kratom. That's right, the Indonesian, the Malaysian uh, leaf from over in the seas. Hey, I want to comment back, but I tried to pay attention, but I have this disease, and the only thing that can cure me is a big old line of speed. ADHD, ADHD, and ADD, and ADD are real to me. fuck am I to say that ADHD isn't real? Who the fuck am I? I'm just some fucking middle-aged old white lady in Atlanta, Georgia with Morgulons or Moogulons. I might have ADHD. I mean, have you listened to this show? Um, yeah, man, you know, I, I am not the, um, connoisseur of truth that I have never pretended to be. I am who I say I am. I'm crystal clear, which is not who I am. And that should be clear to everyone by now. What I'd like to emphasize is that anything you suffer with that you feel restricts the fullness and the potential of your experience of life is an ill that you have to overcome, live with, heal, recover from, or cure, or all of the above, or none of the above, because if you choose none of the above, it's going to be suffer, so do whatever you have to do for whatever ails you, my friend, my friends, because all I care about is living 
fully and becoming more authentically ourselves and at peace with who we are because we belong. That's right. We belong. Thanks for listening and stay tuned.